Failures, failures, failures. Uh, this is Tony, starting things off here on episode 37. Yes, that's right, 37. 37. 37. I'm just kidding, I'm just making fun of Aaron. Because he did reference a couple times in this episode that this is episode 40. But this is in fact episode 37. And I just wanted to let you know that uh, this will be the only time you hear me in this episode because I am sick again. And when we went to record, we had planned on recording on a certain day. And like a day before then, I got sick. Really bad sore throat. I'm starting to get a little better, but I just wanted to get the rest. So I do apologize. I am not in this episode. But I will be back for episode 38. Um, But the guys have great conversations here in this episode. Um, Groundhog's Day to start off. (laughs) Who celebrates Groundhog's Day? And I will say, I'm doing this blindly. I did not hear their opening monologue about Groundhog's Day. But I will say, I don't know when it started. I don't know if they get into that at all. But who fucking decided that that was going to be what we used to see if the winter was going to be longer or shorter? I don't understand it. And the fact that people actually celebrate... And if you do celebrate this, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the people that actually look at that and go, Oh, he saw a shadow? (laughs) Come on. It's It's not real, okay? And again, I don't know what the boys talk about. If they get into the details of when it was created, who started it, the actual percentages of how correct this fucking groundhog is, but we we just need to move past it, okay? So anyways, um, I wanted to also touch on the subscription-based uh, episodes, that that is still a thing, and it's only 99 cents a month, it's a dollar a month. You probably have that in quarters right now. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to pressure you or anything, or anything, but the first episode that we did release, and we are releasing one very soon for the Super Bowl, um, the first episode was amazing. It was so good that I almost wanted to make it on the actual podcast, but we got to stick to our word. We're going to keep that on the subscription-based. It's a very good episode. Support us. It's only 99 cents a month. Just do it for one month and grind all the episodes if you want and stop. Because you can stop anytime. But it's 99 cents a month, which isn't too bad with the content that we're going to give you. But just wanted to mention that again. Uh, If you head to your Spotify or uh, any way you listen to us, uh, there should be something that pops up uh, that says get access to more content. You go to that. It takes you to the anchor page. And then, boom, you can pay for the subscription-based episodes. So just want to remind you that that is a thing. I'm not pressuring you. It is only 99 cents, but uh, it is a great way to support us. But of course, if you don't want to, that's fine. Just keep listening to us. Tell your friends. Uh, Again, 2023 is our year. (laughs) So here we go. There are people on this earth that leave toothpaste in the sink. And these people are the same people that microwave fish in the break room at work. They're people that listen to videos full volume in public. 
They're people that don't change the empty toilet paper roll. They're people that fart in elevators. There are people. <laughs> there are people that live in certain parts of the country that they say, oh, don't say the S word when it gets to November, which is the word snow. There are people that leave their shopping cart out of the corral when they go grocery shopping. There are people that oh. use the baby on board stickers and drive like assholes, hoping you don't run them off the road because they've been driving in the left lane, but they have the baby on board sticker. There are people that eat ketchup on steak. And all of these people have one thing in common other than all of that huge list. And there are people that celebrate fucking Groundhog Day. <laughs> Welcome back Dude. to episode 40 of Failure at its Finest Dark. <laughs> And on today, well said. on today, on Thursday, that's fucking stupid. Is Groundhog Day? Catch up on the steak. <laughs> oh my gosh! Seriously though, I I don't understand Groundhog Day. I mean, I know what it is. I know a little bit about it, but why? I don't. I barely. Well, Chris, you're gonna get a history lesson right here. Um, it's just that's I, I hate it so much. Just to, for people to get not to forget for. To, to get a bunch of people out, a bunch of dudes in, what was it, Pennsylvania, to all get out on a platform and grab this filthy rodent out of its little burrow and hold it up for the world to see. Get that fucking groundhog over here. And they got the fucking, they're all wearing top hats and have curly Q mustaches, and they, yeah, all, sh- they all shop at Aldi, and... <laughs> I don't have anything against all the other norms like that, but uh, it's just it's just a weird it's a weird holiday. So uh, I don't get it. Well, just imagine back in the day, right? Like you didn't have a bunch of entertainment, so it's like there's so much shit you can do uh, in the fucking winter. So you're fine. So you're fi- you're fishing rodents out of their holes to show to Still, the world. What a fucking... They're like, get out of your hole. The fuck holiday. are you looking at? What's he looking at? Is he looking at his fucking shadow? I just what what kind of people what kind of people take the day off work to go to a televised event in Pennsylvania to see Punxsutawney Phil, which has been a bajillion different groundhogs because they all their life expectancy is like two years. And I, what, why name? do you why do you take you taking a vacation day to go see some guy pull a rat out of a fucking <laughs> hat? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> So in Pennsylvania, uh, on February 2nd, there will be a televised event, which uh, is derived from a Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerges from its burrow on this day and sees its shadow due to clear weather, it will retreat to its den and winter will go on for six more weeks. If it does not see its shadow because of cloudiness, spring will arrive early, which is such a horse shit. Oh, then it's what's what a stupid. If you believe in that, dude. People believe in that your knuckles are scabbed from dragging on the ground the whole your whole life. Um, I don't think anyone. Believes that. I mean, I don't know, man. I won't be surprised, but I'm sure there are some people that are like, "Oh, the groundhog saw a shadow." Like, you that. know what they say about that. So you know, groundhog, uh, he saw it. So yeah, let's hear the rules here. I forget. I forget which way it goes. If he sees, I forget if he. If yeah. he if he comes out and he, he if, it's essentially enlighten me. It's it's all about the weather. If he if they pull the groundhog out of the freaking dirty sock that it's been living in, and and it's a clear day out when they do that, 
then they're like, oh, there's no groundhog shadow. So six more weeks of winter. Let me let me look. At, hold on a second. Hold on one friggin' minute here. <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil rules. Groundhog Day. Day rules. <clears throat> here we go. That's groundhog Day rules? If the groundhog comes out of the hole on this day and sees a shadow, it gets scared and runs back into the burrow, pre- predicting six more weeks of winter so if the weather is nasty when it's out six there more weeks of winter or no excuse me when it's nice because the sun's out so there's a shadow he gets scared and runs back mm-hmm. into his burrow because he's afraid of his shadow because he's a rodent and he knows nothing more than cheese it's and i don't know little grubs um <laughs> if he de- if it's a it's a shitty day out and there's no shadow that means an early spring and it's this there's a the society groundhog day men let's let's look that up that's Okay, have your safe search on, folks. There's like a little um, the Punxsutawney. Yeah, make sure you turn that shit on. <laughs> Punxsutawney Groundhog. You want that unadulterated fucking Groundhog Day access, baby? <laughs> so there's all these guys. There's, so if there's... it's shitty out. So um, here are the members. I'm going to screen share here. This is the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club, established in 1887. Let's get a screen share going here. Shout out. First shout out to the YouTube. Here we go. So we've got Pugs Toddy Phil, the weather predictor extraordinaire, Tom Dunkel, the president, the shingle shaker, Dan McKinley, vice president mm-hmm. uh, at Moonshine. Wait, uh, Jeff. Lund- what? These, <laughs> these aren't real names. <laughs> Jeff Lundy. What? The, the fair weatherman. <laughs> Jeff Groob, treasurer, sky painter, AJ Darium. Uh, Punk's Tiny Fields Handler. This is the guy you see on TV um, holding the little That's master. shitter. Uh, <laughs> John Johnston, the chief healthman. Walmart greeter. Butch Philiber. Look at this. Look at this cat. Oh my God. Butch Philiber. <laughs> that guy's got a model train set. <laughs> What'd you say? That guy's got a model train set. That guy's got a model train set, but every tree and statue is a person's body part in his basement. <laughs> Butch, Butch Philiber, the Iceman. Uh, Dave <laughs> yeah. uh, Gigliotti, uh, the Thunder Conductor, <laughs> Jason Gruski, laugh, Secretary, laugh master, Dave <laughs> Secretary big, big Chill, Patrick uh, Osikovitz, uh, just says Ozone. So that's cool. And then uh, Jory Sarian, Daybreaker. Oh, we got more. Oh, my gosh. Rob McCoy, Downpour. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Patrick Cassidy, Head Huntsman, uh, Josh Farkas, Frostbite. Rob Gemmel, Storm Builder, and we got Marcy Galando, the executive director. Okay, so it's uh, she owns the property probably that it's on. We're not going to okay. go into all that, but <laughs> so yeah, Jesus. those names were yeah. you could. That's the crew. What a fucking good group of fucking folks you got there, man. Yeah, calm down, Dave Gigliotti. <laughs> so, um, uh, I got some weird, I got some weird facts here. I don't know why that's just. It's just so ridiculous. I don't still even still Rumpelson. I don't even have I I just don't even have anything interesting to say about it because it's just so stupid. Uh eight surprising things you didn't know about Groundhog I don't Day. Understand. First the Germans started the whole Groundhog Day thing. Um the holiday candlemas, which is where they held out they handed out candles, I guess, to get people through the winter. Um I'm gonna skip some of these. This is just ridiculous. Um 
<laughs> the original Groundhog Day involved eating groundhogs. After and this is this is goodhousekeeping.com here, so they know about food. I would assume mm. the original Groundhog Day involved eating groundhogs. After sightseers <laughs> celebrated Punxsutawney Phil's weather prediction in 1886, they all headed Just over. Blow his head off. <laughs> they all headed over. To, <laughs> they all headed over to Gobbler's Knob <laughs> to die on a feast <laughs> made up of groundhog dishes and the equally delicious sounding groundhog punch. <laughs> So this is clearly a fairy tale. This is not right, real. That sounds. No, nope. that already sounds way more eventful. Gobbler. Once now. again, keep your safe search on. But Gobbler's Knob is the uh, is uh, the the pedestal is the. It's like the little tree stump that's there that says Phil that has a little door on it. Here, I'll screen share again for the YouTubers. It's a portal to hell and Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Gobbler's Knob. There's a joke in there somewhere. This is definitely an Urban Dictionary, too. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in there, there's a joke for Gobbler's Knob. But as you get can your see knob, here, get, get, get your knob gobbled at Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> I'm sure there are t-shirts. Oh. Gobbler's Knob. That's Watch the, out for the sob, slob goblin at the Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> so you got a he leather inside the stump. It looks like a leather <laughs> cap on this stump, and then. Obviously, his little name there with the little trap door that has a tiny little lock on it. Punk's tiny oh, Pennsylvania. Keep him locked away in there. The other cat. No, <laughs> I think <clears throat> I think he can free roam. They probably stuff him in there just before they uh, just before they yank him out. Sure as shit, dude. Which you can't really say. You can't really say yank him out. Gobbler's gobbler's knobs in Urban Dictionary. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I need. Mean, Why don't you give the listeners the urban definition, Dylan? Oh is it uh is a dance it... where both male ghoulies and unit are externally displayed through uh holes in their briefs or boxers then shaken vigorously while moving hips rapidly from side <laughs> to side also called the wang doodle oh. mm, the old wang so the, the so the pissed hole in your boxers you just whip your shit out and give it a swing yeah. Yeah. It literally just sounds like when a bunch of dudes get together, they whip their dicks out and shake them around. Mm. And maybe that's what the crew that Bucks and Donnie Phil is surrounded by. That's what they're doing is they're maybe, gobbling. Yeah. Knob, knob, a couple of those gobbling. guys look like they have been gobbling a few knobs. <laughs> I don't know where that a was going. Hot dogs, too. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Well, that, that's what knob got. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> A mason so, jar of water, Chris, or is that fucking liquor? It's, it's pure moonshine. Oh damn! In other news, you um, outside, you just put it aside and scoop that in the snow to get some fucking fresh water. <laughs> moonshine. This podcast is already out the rails. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> we've got um, Stubbs Museum Bar. Um, for those of you who don't live in Upper Michigan, um, there's a place. Um, there's two museums in Ontonagon, Michigan, one of which is the Ontonagon like Historical Society Museum, and the other one is Stubbs Museum Bar. A legit museum. And there's like okay. probably if anybody ever, you know, all, every all the conspiracy theorists and um, doomsday preppers probably are aware of this, but if anybody ever, I bet you half of those guns in that place are operational. For those who don't know, Stubbs Museum Bar has a ton of just like old weapons from every, from every war 
and logging uh, equipment. So you got so a great way to explain it is like the history museum. Yeah. Like the normal museum is like a normal ass like has has all this like you know history bullshit. What Stubbs is is basically like like a fucking garage filled. It's like, mm-hmm. a garage. It's like, it's like a collection of just like random shit. Fucking scythes and sods all over the wall. Like really, got, like, really shitty, horrific taxidermy. Got, like, really shitty taxidermy. Mm-hmm. You got fucking weapons on the wall. You got fucking old beaver traps. Like you got, like you can fucking if you probably can name it, you can probably find it on the wall. Horseshoes. <clears throat> yeah, yep, you know what we need to do. Spikes. Oh my god. What we need to do for Stubbs is you know how you can go on Google and you can um, go on like a. You can like walk through a city essentially. You can go to the street view. You can pick an address, start mm-hmm. there, and you're essentially walking down the road because the Google van takes photos, you know, at 360 degrees. So, what we need to do is we need to get Stubbs to get on board with this, and we need to take a photo, a high quality photo of single items in there. Let's say the first for the first round, we'll do ten. Pick ten items, yeah. and then we'll go in stubs, and we'll take three hundred sixty degree photos, kind of like the Google van does. And you can virtually walk through stubs, mm. and you can see can you can see like a little beacon on an item, and you can click on it, and then that shows you the zoomed in picture, and it gives you the history of, or who donated it or it what like- war it was used in, and then and then that can be like a um, you know way for them to generate money they can you know do like a subscriber thing or like oh go to stubs stubs.com and yeah, take the you, virtual you walkthrough would, you can think that might take away from people coming there to actually see shit no because i think people would actually want to go back there there are probably guns that were donated back in the day and people's grandchildren had no idea that their grandpa was even in a war or you know mm. this that or the other <clears throat> or like the stories behind some of the taxidermy or the massive fish that are on the wall, that sort of thing. So just not food for thought Stubbs museum bar fans. <clears throat> but I think unfortunately it, I never remember what Stubbs looks like, like every, <laughs> like I can't really recall what it actually looks like. Is that clearly. because of the fine beverages that they serve there? Well, I you, would like to go to yourself the day when there's like actual, like natural light coming in there and like actually like walk through there and, I think there's oh, like dude, the roaches. But... <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's a total of uh, one, three windows in there, uh, one just actual window, and two of the windows are just the front door and the back door. <laughs> you turn uh, the lights I mean, on all the time. You have to bring some fucking flashlights to look yeah, at everything. Yeah. My point ever... is, is like I never like went in there and like looked at everything. I just like gone in, in there and like glanced at shit before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very. Uh, it's an experience. Anyways, um, well, we're a relatively lazy podcast. I could have paid a dollar um, to subscribe to the Detroit Free Press and read you the article they wrote, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm sad that I'm not going to do that, but I'm not paying the dollar to do that because this just came up today that I realized that <laughs> that they were doing it. But basically, another- it's it just over. It talked about stubs. I mean, if you want to buy it, then buy it, but. But I I'd read the first part and it said that um, well it, it basically said that that was the museum of Antonag and it didn't even mention the actual museum which is <laughs> hilarious. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, people, like, people from the west end of the UP, <laughs> uh, people that traveled to Antonag and they know about Stubbs Bar. It's it is a hidden gem in in some ways. Um, 
But anyways, I digress. So another thing, this is another meat and potatoes chunk that I wanted to get to here as we all love meat and potatoes, but the uh, oh, yeah. Gre- Greenland or Algoma spring, for those of you don't, who don't know, I'm going to pull up a little article here. And, uh, and oh, Lord. And so. Jesus Christ. So. Uh, no. This is from the Michigan.gov slash DNR. DNR ordered to shut down unregulated water source in Ontonagon County. And just wait, we're getting to the Facebook group. Um, so it says process process underway to cap off water curtail access. Michigan DNR has been ordered to shut down an unregulated water source at a roadside access point some locals have used for drinking water and other household needs for decades. An order was issued to the DNR December by Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy. Uh, Many people know them as EGLE, E-G-L-E. And this spring, I remember going to this spring, my parents used to go because the water in the village isn't good. Um, And yes, we live in a village in Otsnagan and that's where we grew up. Um, and it is just this little, it's like a few bricks. Um, I can show a picture of it. Um, it's just like a few bricks and like a pole and there's just water flowing out of this like random spigot that some people say was used by an old, like, um, railroad station that used to go through there. And, um, it's just so fucking spring water. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's coming out of like a weird little like faucet head thing. Yeah, it's a little spigot because they got the whole little thing in the bob going on there. So this is little hose. for the YouTubers. This is the spring. Very rinky dink. Very um, I don't even know if you can say rinky dink anymore. Sorry, folks. So that what do you uh, mean? So that whole setup they have there, I can under I can understand like why that's not a good like good idea because like obviously why don't they just put some money into just, it? They can just make make that legit. Make that like a old you know those fucking. Old yeah, with the drain barrels. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can make that legit. <clears throat> so all it would take was like 400 bucks to make that a nice place. Yeah. And um, so uh, there is a small coalition in the UP that is trying to, to, to halt this whole thing. And it's supposed to go down by June 30th this year. Um, and <clears throat> there's a Facebook group that's in Ontonagon in which I will not... Uh, um, I will not name any of the people that are commenting, um, but some of the comments are interesting. So the whole thing is people have been grabbing, getting this water to drink, just drink, drink straight up to cook with, to bring it out to their camps. And it's just an endless supply. This thing's flowing. I would probably say, I'm going to go probably like three gallons a minute. I'm probably going to... I'm probably going like about three gallons a minute, I want to say, because the shower heads at work are, or the water flow at work is like 1.3 gallons and it's about double. I mean, that doesn't, that's not so anyways, you can get a lot of water out of there. So, um, let me scroll to this Facebook, uh, group because this is incredible. So some of the, some of the big things are, was is like, you can go with the Facebook group shit. Um, so somebody commented, we need to stop the closing in the Algoma Spring. Um, the DNR is going to seal it off in February, even though they say they're going to cap it off in, in June. Um, and uh, the comments, the top comment is, uh, it is about control, not safety. 
and this is part this is probably where the the problem starts very quickly um and somebody saying i agree that the tests prove it's safe for drinking which it's been tested like more than six times the the lowest number i saw was six so let's just say six and it was deemed safe i know there was one point where they i heard that it would it tested positive for some bacteria or something like that and but <clears throat> Uh, this guy commented, I don't think it would matter if you got everybody in the entire Upper Peninsula to, and Wisconsin to call and maybe a little bit of Minnesota. I'll be surprised if it isn't illegal to drink the water out of Superior. And and so there's there's like this, there's like this, um, I don't know, headspace of like conspiracy kind of thing where it's just like, oh, it's the man trying to trying to take us down. You know, it's a free, clean water source and they'd rather shut it down than have us pay for it. But then there's another... Mm-hmm another comment on this on this huge post on this page i should say that kind of pointed it out pretty clearly it says uh, i just talked to so-and-so from eagle uh, they were very nice and explained the state of michigan's concern one major reason is that the water seeped out of the pipe and appeared on snowmobile trail they had signs up that said drink at your own risk and somebody has ripped that sign down but hmm. four to five times um and probably because they don't want anybody not necessarily in the public, but anybody from the state of Michigan or DNR didn't know it was there. Um, so it said, but after having four to five signs being ripped down a short period, they have to investigate the main source that it's coming out of the mine and where it's at, which takes a lot of money and they're only allocated a certain amount for land and water. Um, the, this person who called, the person to, uh, called Eagle asked if anyone talked to residents about pooling money to get together to help find the, the source of it. Um, and so, and people have been like calling and leaving like nasty messages and all this stuff and it's not helping. And I just, it's unbelievable. Like I could go on and on and on. Like, I really wish some people would know where the decision is coming from than to complain who made this decision. We need to prove the source of this water is coming from an artesian well or groundwater table. When I called the state representative and got the facts that it's apparently that some idiot called in to bring Eagle and health department protesting has to be targeted to these agencies and it's just the it's just the fucking wrong thing to go about it it's just like this thing's just like blowing up and it's so funny because this is a spring that i went to as a kid filled up water bottles and water jugs for home and nobody thought anything of it and i find it funny that the dnr i mean eventually found out about it maybe they've known about it for years and they're just like okay this is getting out of control here people ripping down signs and damaging property because it's on it's on uh, Mm um State land, there's Michigan fucking, State land. Yeah, there's like I don't know. I don't think it's a snowmobile trail. I'm pretty sure it's a. There's some short trail or road on that. Yeah, fucking... it's it's an old. Apparently, it's an old railroad grade because there used to be a railroad, some sort of station there, some stop or something. Um, hmm. And people are complaining that their water's undrinkable and that they've been using it to feed livestock and water some sort of crops for years, and it's just. I guess here's my suggestion to the people of Ontonagan and the surrounding area. Go about it the right way. Call the representatives, hound the representatives in a professional manner. You're not going to get anywhere by bitching and leaving death threats. I promise you that. And that's not a conspiracy for the government to cap it off. And then Nestle or Ice Mountain is going to drive up there and say, hey, this is clean water. It's coming from an artesian well. Those companies do have the money. And if you make a big enough stink about it, then they're going to find out about it. They'll pay the money to have it done. And then nobody will have access to it. It'll be fenced off and they'll sell it because I've seen it done. There's a spring down here yeah. at that, uh, the camp that I worked at. And, um, 
Ice Mountain is based out of Everett, Michigan. Ice Mountain, the most mm. of the water comes out of that. There's like some ungodly like 20,000 gallons a minute flowing out of this thing. And they're bottling it and the ice mountain that you drink in the Upper Peninsula comes from there. So they found out about that spring. The guy that was like personally owned the property, um, they bought like the rights or this, that or the other, got it from him. He got a payout, which I'm sure it wasn't enough, but regardless. And now that water is bottled on what used to be his property. So the state of Michigan owns it. And if they want to go about it, the state of Michigan can make a bunch of money. But if a bunch of local Yokos make a huge stink about it, it's going to be a problem and you're not going to get what you want. They're not going to keep the spring open for everybody. They're going to cap it off and it's going to become, there's going to be a factory put up. So <clears throat> watch what you do, I guess. But So is it on state land? Yes. The DNR owns, I, it's, they yeah. say a line, the DNR owns land. I think it's the state of Michigan owns that land. So um but my i mean my best guess is to start a committee in in town have meetings and have somebody spearhead it that knows what the hell they're yeah. talking about get the mayor involved get whoever's got their head on straight involved that can raise some money that can yeah raise some money or see have a specialist come if out wanted, which is going to be eagle it. anyways and yeah. <clears throat> and do it the right way to Damn. save your water source not only, not only do you have to test not only do you have to test it once like I don't know the actual regulation to keep it keep it up up and going, but you would have to test it probably throughout the year. I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. And like, and obviously make sure like wherever they're getting the water from out of the grounds, like good to go. Because mm -hmm. like, what's going on with that little hose? Like, that's not like yeah. probably approved an approved way. Exactly. To, you know, that is fucking pipe. Ground. Yeah, that it's a. So it's going to cost them money to basically. Mm -hmm. No, not really that, but they're just it's gonna it's a you know a couple thousand dollars a year. Now, just to maintain all that shit. You're telling like, me they can't afford that shit. Well, and, the, and yeah, another, but, you know, they, stupid. another if they, problem. If they do a certain million dollars of blood, that's all right. I'll just. Sorry, I, I think. Talk at the same time. I think I'm uh, cutting you off because I'm a little bit delayed as well. Well, I was just going to say, you know, like when everyone's making fucking budget cuts, like. It's small shit like that that's going to get cut. Like, I'm sure there's other places and other things in Michigan that. Mm -hmm. And what people don't understand. You know, same type of shit. You know, like a fucking. What people don't understand is that. Like, um, we just, like, you know, it's a budget cut. Like, maybe, like. <laughs> We're so delayed. It's so terrible. All right. So, <clears throat> what people don't understand. Um, sorry, I cut you off. What people don't understand is that in order to get this thing to be a legitimized water source and for the DNR to stop, it's probably going to have to go through some sort of approval process through the state of Michigan and who state the state of Michigan uses for water testing is Eagle. They're the ones that, that spurred this whole thing on. I'm sure they tested it a bunch of times and then the state of Michigan decided to shut it down because of vandalism, because they don't know where it's coming from. It could be a potential public health risk if there's fucking uranium in the water and eagle is the ones who test mm -hmm. that i deal with them every month in the summer i send my water out to them for my pool um that i have to maintain and they're the ones are that are the justice on that and this and the legislators and the people that are making the decisions are going to go to them to ask about it so if you poo poo on all these people they're not going to give you what you want is my is my point so mm -hmm. um very interesting topic though i uh i'm i i can't wait to see how this plays out and until it plays out with legislature and 
all that sort of stuff or with uh, the red tape, the, the bureaucracy, the government. Um, I'm just going to watch the Facebook. The only way I see that watch place people there, being, being there. The only way I see that place staying there is some of, if someone ends up being able to buy it and then like they pay for all the testing and like maintenance of it. Because like, other than that, like, I don't think Michigan's going to pay to yeah. fix that place up. Unfortunately, also, I, 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 I I also used to go there and get water all the time, so I, I do think it's kind of you know a bummer. But at the end of the day, like I under, I, I legitimately understand like why they're getting rid of it. Yeah. Also, like fucking relax a little bit too, you know? Yeah. Some people are getting really bent out of shape over this fucking shit. They are, and I get if if their water like, is get it. If their yeah, water isn't yeah. drinkable, there's other ways to do it that do involve a bit of work and. How isn't their water drinkable? That's what I'm saying. It's it's just it's personal preference. I know the water in White Pine is has been really great. That's that tap water is incredible to drink, um, or at least it was at one point in my life. Dude. But apparently, but that's the thing. I don't know what their water system is out there in the middle of nowhere compared to being in the village water. Like if people are driving from Montanagan to get a gazillion gallons of this stuff, you know they don't even know. That's <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> There are filters that filter out lead as well. They are expensive though. So yeah, fucking uh, seriously. Another thing too most, is that most British, British filters almost yeah. Most British filters. I like a, yeah. British filter will fucking do the job. Yeah. And, I agree. and, and another scary water thing too. We got a fucking filter on our tap. There's a Me there's too. a there's a guy and on the water's the not Facebook, even bad here. There's a guy in the Facebook group that is um saying that he is he pulls like 300 gallons a week out of this thing to feed him and his nine family members or his nine kids or whatever. I, and, I believe it is. But that's the thing. You don't, and, yeah. and you're just trusting. You're just blindly trusting that from they years and like, years. They all have like three eyes. Yeah. You're just blindly trusting that, that this water's okay. And because you've heard it's been tested, you've gone on a Facebook group and said, Oh, it's been tested. It's fine. It's this, that's that, you know, whatever. And you, you don't even know. You I have can't no figure idea. out why my kids keep dying. Yeah, you just have no clue. So there is some some small mindedness on behalf of the um, the surrounding community on, on this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and small mindedness is okay. Um, you just need to be willing to work uh, in a calm and professional manner with people that are sitting in a suit um, in an office in Lansing. You just that's my my only suggestion, bar none. You just gotta chill. <laughs> so yeah relax dude in other news um michigan related news uh and i think tony mentioned this um if you guys listening have made it this far thank you uh tony's not here he's got the tonsillitis um so he's uh two uh, two members of the the podcast have been affected by their tonsils but anyways another michigan news uh, Wait, old, what's old, tonsillitis? He's got like his, they're all infected. Is it just, his, his, his throat, throat is sore as shit or what? Yeah, I guess. Oh, I guess so. Sounds horrible. Yeah. So another, uh, I guess right, not. My bad, my bad. <laughs> so not, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband uh, was attacked with a hammer. Oh my God. Recently. And uh, bro- the guy broke into the house. Um, cops got there <laughs> and they, in, in, Paul Pelosi and this guy just open the front door like together and they're both hanging onto this hammer. Huh. And then, and then the video is kind of wild and I don't, 
really think we can show it because but anyways the video's on youtube you can watch it <laughs> they open the front door together paul opens the door up and he's got his hammer on the hand on this hammer with with this other guy who's like twice his size and the cops are like mm-hmm. put down the hammer he's like no and he yanks away from paul pelosi and domes him and paul drops like a yeah you know just back of potatoes whack and then the cops go in and, and get him uh Paul was in the hospital for Dude. six days. Uh, had reconstructive surgery he was on snoring. some part of his skull. Yeah, he. Uh, um, and then this guy calls like a reporter in San Francisco, and has <laughs> he has a very weird like. He says, "Freedom and liberty isn't dying; it's being killed systematically and deliberately." <laughs> He says, he goes on to say, Dude. the people killing it have names and addresses. So I got their names and addresses <laughs> so I could pay them a visit. And he goes on to apologize. He said, I'm deeply sorry for what I've done. He said, I did a really bad thing. He's like, I'm so sorry to you guys. And I regret um, that I didn't get more. Like that I that he didn't, that he didn't do better mm. is what he said. And yeah. so... Yeah. And there's all these other crazy articles, and this guy's got a neck beard from hell um, uh, to pick oh, on this piece. Hell yeah, pick on this piece of shit. <laughs> and don't don't get me wrong here, yeah. listeners. I don't I don't care about plastic proud boy. I don't yeah I don't care about uh, Nancy Pelosi, and I don't care about you know I don't have any political affiliation towards either of them. But <laughs> you got to see this. Guy. <laughs> Let me pull this up. This is oh my dude, gosh. and they had that motherfucker Winnie the Pooh like. He was there and his shirt was fucking underwear on. And he's like, he's in like basketball shorts. And, uh, and I mean, and the, like, he cracks the door open. And he's just like, hi. Yeah. He's like, is everything okay? And it's like, the most, no. it's the most <laughs> like, bizarre. The fuck? It's the most bizarre. Here's his picture of this guy. Just, just neared Dude. it out. Just heavy yeah. neck beard. I gotta, I gotta get a little bit, fuck. I gotta get a little bit off mine. But, but I mean, I mean, this dude's Yo, probably like, Seven feet. You won't be able to hear it as a problem. Is that the? I don't want is that the crimson? I want to watch his dude his ass beat. No, this crimson isn't. Neck. This isn't the video. I don't have that pulled up because we can't show uh, Paul Pelosi getting domed. Um. So, what? anyways, because it's, it's, it's on. It's on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> so, anyways, I do put oh, that the video is not it's made amazing. for ch- children. You know what? I wonder if I wonder it's not if, amazing him getting whacked. But yeah, it's amazing. Just the, the interaction is so strange. And you you and won't be able to hear the audio. The audio is the funny part because he opens a door and he's like, <laughs> it's just like the dopiest exchange. You got Barney Fife on the fucking police force. Just, hey, how's it going? I guess yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I kind of think I, I don't know. It's weird. There's a lot of speculation on what happened, like actual what the truth was about the whole he, thing. He like gets in through his back door and he yeah no pun intended and he there's some exchange inside (laughs) and somebody called the cops i don't know if it was old nance herself or what um i think paul did i because i think paul snuck and called the not called 911 and then confronted him when he Um, like came around the you know bend of the stairs or something i think i think this it seems like seems like this guy had paul and he was waiting for nancy to get home because mm. and, and then the interview one of the interviews said that like i was waiting for nancy and if she would have got home i would have killed her jeez <clears throat> yeah people so, uh i just don't even know business. 
it's kind of crazy that they didn't have any sort of like how could you kill nancy pelosi man scared i don't know how you didn't have any sort of security she's got a great like, set for 82 years old she got it <laughs> all right <laughs> cutting that <laughs> oh my gosh anyways we're gonna move past Dude, we that. might have to cut the whole thing the connection's horrible is it really bad well that's the thing though it's gonna record and everything the connection will, is dropping everything yeah, will be been plummeting everything will be great on the recording it's just the the live action that's tough looks like dylan's watching the video right now i'll have to see what he says <clears throat> he's, he's he's giggling just whap <laughs> i mean it's kind of and it's that that's like a Dude, he's that's like snoring. a that's like a 16 inch claw hammer. Death rattle. that thing is i mean it's no like little oh, yeah. drop the hammer <laughs> oh no yeah and then <laughs> <laughs> and this dude is not agile by how did he means. live he's 82 i don't know the cops jumped on him probably him like once or twice yeah yeah i mean they he kicked like, him in the neck a couple times he, he didn't feel anything he full-blown like haymakers it too i mean he the wind up on that looks like he was swinging like he's a 20 wow just a splitting mall oh my gosh mm-hmm. well i'm glad to hear that Paul it seems like right. he was it seems like he meant to crack the door open a little bit like if you watch it, it looks like he tried to crack the door to tell the cops everything is okay, but he swung it open and the guy didn't know what to fucking do. He's like, yeah. uh Yeah. If I would have been Paul, I would have like, been like, well, shoot, I'm shoot this, this guy. guy. Tase this guy. He's got a hammer. He's trying to kill me and my family. <clears throat> so another uh another that uh dude probably he looks <laughs> another hammer time news. Another news. Um, this year was the first inaugural, the second first inaugural inaugural season of the Michigan Panthers, the USFL team, and um, they got hammered. Um, uh, two to eight, two to eight was the uh, the final record. But the good news is that they get to play at Ford Field now, so they made enough of a splash where <clears throat> the uh, Detroit Lions said, "Hey, you and the Philadelphia Stars." can have your home games at Ford Field, which is cool. And they were champions. Well, I'm sure they get a, I'm sure they get a little chunk of the revenue, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, they're probably going to sell tickets. Yeah, all the people that sports. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Spring Football League is pretty cool. But um, in 1983, the Michigan Panthers were the champions of the uh, – I think there was only like six or probably eight teams – I don't even remember it being a thing last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember we made a big, big stink about it. Quiet. Maybe just before the podcast, or maybe during the podcast, and we talked about it a little bit. Um, but we're forty episodes it was very old now. Unrememberable. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Chris, you had uh, you had brought up just before we jumped in the chat here uh, that Alec Baldwin has been formally charged in the rust shooting dude which is crazy Mm -hmm. maybe we could chew the they charged him because um yeah they charged him because well some of the basis is that they had a weapon safety training course before the class before the shooting and instead of taking the course he was on his phone the whole time talking to family and shit Mm. and he only paid attention for like half of the course Yikes. So he didn't know how to take and clear a weapon and make sure that it wasn't loaded or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, this article says that he... So they basically threw his ass under the bus? <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
When yeah. he did kill someone. This article. Oh, he's be- not going to serve any jail time. He's a fucking rich millionaire. I don't know, dude. This one says that he um, he did not take uh, firearm training on the Rust movie set seriously, which which is in line with what you said. And um, the prop gun, apparently Baldwin maintains that he never pulled the trigger. So he said it just went off. But uh, was charged with uh, somebody else. It doesn't uh, happen. Um, some guys charged involuntary with manslaughter, I'm sure. involuntary yes. manslaughter on behalf of the um, person who was supposed to assist with Baldwin safety training and did not check each round loaded into the firearms and didn't follow appropriate safety protocols. And I don't, so was he... it, was it a, so was it a blank deck or was it... no, it was a live round. They had, the live, round. Round. they had live yeah. rounds on set um, for whatever fucking reason okay. that they shouldn't. That's a thing. Nobody knows. Um, where they're gonna find it out in court, anyways. So he had it. Yeah, he had it. He had it pointed uh, at people, and I don't know if he was like just dicking around. Um, right. I mean, you think it's a fucking prop gun, so it's like you're not treating it. I mean, like, you, yeah, which is never a thing. Like a prop. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, and I didn't even know prop guns could really fire live rounds out of them. So yeah, probably, be, like, is it is it a prop gun or is it like a real gun that was supposed to be shooting blanks that didn't have blanks in it? Well, think, that's what I'm saying is because actually I recall reading that they don't actually use prop guns in movies anymore. They use because handguns can still fire blanks and cycle without having a special bolt in it or anything. So yeah, they just did not have the right ammunition. That's that's not good. That's fucked. So yeah, so that's uh, you know what. That's uh, it's kind of a bummer, but I don't give a fuck about a Hollywood celebrity. Sorry. Yeah, that's a that's a good, especially a guy who either. doesn't pay attention to the to like, like, I don't know. There's more shit like to worry about. I feel like he'll serve less than a year, and then do and like probation for five years. Probation and fines. I'm sorry for what I did. I can't believe I've done it. Is that, is that your Alec Baldwin impression? <laughs> the gun shot itself. Seriously? He's like, trigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're man. saying the, 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 the gun shot itself? That, that doesn't make sense. <clears throat> it's like the narrative that a lot of people say is like, well, guns don't pe- kill people. Alec people Baldwin, kill people. Alec Baldwin like, well, kills the people. Gun, the gun killed her. Oh well, sorry for the uh, loss. What in the uh, fuck is going on over there, dude? Unstable connection. We we all work. Am I getting the wally going? Am I getting the wally going? It's because fucking Jaminod's dial up over there. (laughs) It's because my roommates, my roommates (laughs) are four meg. (laughs) My roommates are streaming. Um, all they're, of watching, the Lord... they're watching YouTube videos. Jesus. They're, they're streaming all of the Lord of Rings movies on different devices all at once. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're broadcasting television from a tower on top of the apartment. <laughs> That's run by Punxsutawney Phil's. Just all of the old reject Punxsutawney Phil's <laughs> are just on a wheel <laughs> that is powering my router right now. Yeah. Well, hey. This was episode 40 of Thayer at its finest hour. We will catch you in the very near future. Dude, I turned. I, I turned. 
I saw a dude, there was a dude ripping fucking pills in the back room one time. Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for Perfect round. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. <laughs> <laughs>